Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Well, kid, how are you getting on? How's the old lad getting on? Hold your wish. Your man up the road is some header. A head like a well-slapped arse. Get your lighters, five for the year, though. I hear. Would you be well? That fella. If there was work in the bed, he'd sleep on the floor, huh? I tell you, he's some dose. Pure, clean, rotten. Your man is some langer. We'll learn him. We'll learn him. You bleeding tick. He's bleeding massive. I'm a busy man. Yeah, right. Sure tis himself. Hello, everybody. What's the crack? How are you getting on? How are you? What's going on with you all? Thank you very much for hitting play on Spotify or Apple or Google or wherever you're listening to this wee little podcast of mine. This is Tis Yourself. It is the celebrity podcast where I ask people what people know them best from and then just let the road take us where it takes us. See what the conversation leads to. You know, no set of questions. I'm not emailing them beforehand going, hey, these are the set questions so you can have your perfect answers. We just go with the flow. So this is episode two of season two and I have to say thank you so much to everybody who listened to last week's episode with Ward J. Mitty from Breaking Bad aka Walt Jr. Like what a show to come back with in terms of like all the celebrities that's going to get. Never did I think I was going to get myself someone from Breaking Bad. And that just means I'm ever closer to Brian Cranston and that is the dream. Imagine, imagine the Zoom with him. But anyway, it was class and it was really good. And um, what also was really amazing was that I got to hit 2,000 listens this week. Oh my God, it was hanging over me. I was watching it and I was like, 1972, 1982. I was like, oh my God, it felt like watched Kettle Never Boils, all that kind of crack. I literally was like, I can't cope until I get over that number. And then after that, I won't stress until we get to near 3,000. So... Hopefully that'll be very soon. Hopefully I'll be stressed in a week going, we're nearly at 3,000. <laughs> that would be class. But no, realistically, realistically, I'm just glad that you guys are listening, whoever you are out there. There is a very big chance that this is the first time you've listened because you are a fan of my guest. And I'm very happy to have you here. And if that is true and you really like what happens between me and my my lovely guest, our conversation and stuff, do take a stroll back and uh do take a scroll back because there's definitely an episode here for you. May I suggest Mr. Matt Car- Cardle? Um, very similar starts, uh, very different outcomes. So I think you'll really enjoy that if you are a fan of my next guest. Um, who is my next guest? Well, he's an honorary Irish man and we don't give that out lightly. As you know, Irish people, we do, we hate when people claim our own. There's nothing more annoying than when somebody says, you know, Britain's Saoirse Ronan, but they can't pronounce her name, so they call her Britain's Saoirse Ronan. <laughs> or, you know, uh, who else? Oh, um, you know, 
Britain's Michael Fassbender. No, no, no. He's from Kerry. Germany can claim him too because he's also German. But he's not. He like come on. No, Colin Farrell is as dub as they get, so don't claim him. Barry Keown, they're all harsh. So we don't really like when people claim ours, and yet we're kind of claiming him because his family are Irish and he holds an Irish passport. So, you know, I asked him about this, you know, said, how do you feel about the old claiming? But he says, rightly so, which I love. Um, he shot to fame on the X Factor as well, much like Mac Hurdle. Um, and you're going to be really shocked when you hear how long ago that was because I actually was like oh my god I'm so old when I heard this I was like holy lord how can I be this old if that... I remember watching him win I literally was like although I feel like I've relived that all the time because his song That's My Goal is my karaoke song I absolutely live for it and you know that bit where it goes I'm not here to say I'm sorry and then it goes Shane I, sorry can I first apologise to Shane for, for my terrible vocals there um, but what a tune so yes it is Mr Shane Ward and he has had some complete bangers as my sister Sarah would say bangers uh, great tunes you know that's my goal no promises um, no you hang up oh my god I'm just like I'm gonna go on a Shane spiral on, on Spotify where this is over um, but what a legend such a nice guy we caught up over Zoom and it was actually hilarious because what had happened was we were planning to chat at let's say 11.30 or something and his PR person got to contact me to say that they had to cancel or postpone or whatever and I was like okay because I just put on I normally get ready you know beforehand put on a bit of makeup you know at least take down my hair from the ever-present ponytail that I live in maybe make it look to my guests that I'm not living in my gym clothes that I currently obviously am living in and uh, so I'm sitting here and next thing I get an email saying Shane has joined the Zoom room and I'm like what? What? I hadn't even what? I literally was like ringing the PR going why is Shane in the room? Oh my god if I can do this they were like well if he's there he obviously can do it so I had to literally I had about three minutes to where to try and log in on my laptop which of course because I was trying to log in was taking all the updates in the world to get into I was like he's going to hang up now no he hang up can love <laughs> oh my god I'm so bad at singing um he yeah he was like I was like so paranoid he was going to hang up I try and find the microphone I didn't get time to bloody wash my face let alone anything else and I was absolutely mortified and he but it turns out he had meant to can- he was cancelling on somebody else and they got mixed up because he was like you're tis yourself and I was like yeah that's me I was like come on Dan so we had great crack but I was very rushed at the start I was probably a bit like out of breath and a bit like hem what who who are you again now but uh, we're great I'll crack so if you are a Shane Ward fan or if you aren't and you just kind of don't really know much about him um, maybe you're a Curry fan or maybe you know you loved him on X Factor whatever it is and he is here to chat all about his new music about um, life on the show about you know the positivity in the pandemic about um, some of the stories that have come out about other contestants and how they were treated on the show comparison to what he was treated like Loads and loads and loads of stuff in there, but um, we had a great laugh, great crack, and obviously we were talking about um, Ireland as well and his little grow for here. So I hope you enjoy, and I'll be back with you after this little chat. Hi, Shane. Oh, you okay? Yeah. How are you? I'm not too bad, you know. Not too bad. Enjoying these sunny days. It's a little bit overcast at the minute, but it's been quite nice actually. How's it been over there? Yeah, like the, we've had gorgeous weather today because I've got a cardi on. It's a bit, yeah, it's overcast. It's kind of maybe 17 degrees. But after being like 
I know Ooh. it has been it has been so nice to be honest. Can't really complain, but we do. Yeah, of course <laughs> we do. It's too hot. Too hot. It's too hot. Now it's too cold. But, exactly, but no, it's been good. It's been good. It's also nice just to get doing all these again. I know we had a full year of everyone doing zooms, but it's just nice to actually be promoting something now. It's a different type of zoom rather than just family calls, you know. Yeah, when you're promoting something, it's different. You're not doing like quizzes and shit like that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and come here, I always start off the podcast by asking people you know, what they're mo- best known for. And for you, it's kind of weird because you've got a group of people that probably know you as singer Shane, and then you've got others who know you as actor Shane. So like, is there one that kind of you get more recognized for? Um, it's, 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 it's quite a nice balance, really. What's been so interesting to me is, you know, being from the X Factor, which is 16 years ago, you know, so the generation that has grown up similar age to me or even the older generation will know who I am. Yeah. But then joining Coronation Street and, you know, playing the part of Aidan Connor, the younger generation wouldn't have a clue who I was before because they were too young. So they only know me as Aidan Connor. So when they found out that Aidan Connor is a singer, mind blown. (laughs) And it was was just so interesting because I started to gain this new, this new fan base of people being interested because of what, the X Factor has generated over the years through the great successes of Little Mix and One Direction and, and more. It's like he came from that show. So it's, it's been so interesting and and quite a nice balance, really, of, of new fans. And even, like I said, the older generation, because I then played a character on a soap that they absolutely love. So, yeah, it's, it's been quite a nice balance. Yeah. And it's weird because, you know, a lot of times when actors are, who are singers who become actors, they go on to TV and they're often like written in that they have to sing a song or they play a guitar. And you didn't have that. Aiden was so different to like it's Shane. so different. Yeah, exactly. I did, there, there was a line. It's funny you should say that because there was there was a scene with my um, on-screen partner, uh, Catherine Tilsley, and we go to um, a, a dinner party and it, I'm trying to obviously get a deal with with the knicker factory um joining forces with a big company and long and short of it is there's karaoke on and the person's house we've gone to i'm trying to get a deal from is going do you want to get up and sing and i'm like that's nah, not my thing and i knew <laughs> i knew that they wrote it in there just for that and i thought clever guys so i was the calf song big hate big spender so that was the scene so i was like yeah it's not my thing it's not my thing <laughs> oh my god that would be hilarious i always wonder is it like real cringe when you're a singer turned actor that they're like get up there and sing and you're like oh oh no I mean if you, if you, if you can write a theme tune sing the theme tune it'd be great <laughs> <laughs> you could rework the Kari theme tune that's your way of coming back oh, into God. it without bringing Aiden back oh do you know can you imagine I, no I, I couldn't touch that it's, it's a masterpiece yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think the only I, th- I think someone actually did write some lyrics to Carnation Street I know that obviously um, there was lyrics and a song written to EastEnders theme tune oh my god yeah, many That's years weird. ago. And that, that was Brian May's wife that wrote that. So yeah, but me, no, I couldn't write for Coronation Street's song, yeah. Oh God, <laughs> no, no. You'd, just, you'd be slated by all the owl ones. They wouldn't be loving you then. They'd, They'd be, be like, like, we don't need no singing on that. You know, <laughs> there's enough drama going on as it is in the show. So it's like, <laughs> alone. When you left Curry, then you decided to go back into singing. Did you kind of, was that weird to go? Do I go into acting? Do I go into singing? Because obviously you've got new music coming out and stuff. Yeah, no, it, it wasn't a conscious choice straight away. It was, it was because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, I After Coronation Street, I went and did two films, two independent films, and then um, was, was always looking to return to the music um, industry at some point. 
but acting was going so well. And then it hit, you know, and mm -hmm. it was like, well, everything stopped for all the production companies. And so for me, it was conversation with my partner, Sophie, and she's like, go back in the studio and get creative again. You know, we love it when you're creative. So it kind of stemmed from there. And since last year, I've just been writing, writing and writing and writing. And I thought, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to release something and also work on a new album. So it's pretty fun. So what is the new music about then? Because is it is it all COVID themed? <laughs> oh, no. I mean, not all. No. I mean, the single that I've done at the minute is nothing for what the album I'm working on. That's a separate project. But I wanted to... Um, initially, when I was writing songs, I, I, I signed my first writing publishing deal during um, lockdown, first lockdown and signed um, with a worldwide agency called UTA, which is fantastic. Look after like Timberland and Johnny Depp and all that. And I was like, wow. <laughs> so for me, it was, it was brilliant. And it just meant as well, when I signed my, um, when I signed my publishing deal, like I can start pitching songs to other artists and not, it doesn't have to just be for me. I can pitch mm. stuff for Netflix and things and you send it over to the picture department. So it opened up this new world for me. And that's when it was like, ah, maybe I should start writing for myself as well. So yeah, when it, Crazy Love just came out of completely thin air. I was just about to have my dinner and this melody <laughs> came in my head and I ran to the studio and um, put the melody down on the microphone and then went and had my dinner, came back and then threw some <laughs> piano down to what I thought was there and then just leave it on loop and put the microphone on and then see what happens when you listen to it back. And 90% of it's mumbling. You're thinking, what is that? <laughs> But there was, there was a bit of a phrase that kept on coming through saying crazy, crazy in love, crazy in love. That sounds like crazy in love. And so, yeah, I just kind of thought, well, how does that make me feel? What does crazy in love mean to me? And then I knew summer was coming anyway. So it was like I wrote um, a demo and sent it to a producer, Stonebridge. He's a great DJ and producer. And he just brought it to life. And together, you know, we just created this great summer track, which has a beautiful, beautiful, positive message, which is... You know, love is love. Love who you want and embrace it when it happens. You know, when it when it comes, go go crazy with it. And you're like, look, Sophie, I forgot to make the dinner, but I wrote a song and I swear it's all about you, hon. <laughs> well, the, well, the, well, the thing is, it is. I mean, for, for me, it's like, you know, I, I said, no, this song, you know, is it, it could be for anyone of how they feel about love. I mean, the video itself as well, when I was creating the video, um, I with the company that I did it with, RMV Productions, we I came up with a brief and they came up with it with a bit of a storyline to it. And then we created the, the characters. And I wanted to make an, a, a fully inclusive video to showcase love. And Sophie didn't even know she was going to be in it. I didn't know at first until I thought, oh, wouldn't it be great to bring Sophie? So I said, I just, I just need to take a picture of you, side profile, front, back, not for like any stalkish reasons, because I'm with you. Um, and then I sent it off. And then before she knew it, I, I showed her the animation um, just as a still drawing. She was like, is that me? And I was like, yeah, you're going to be in the video. So she's delighted with it. She's like, she's delighted how she looks as well. She's like, oh, fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> she's loving it. Imagine if it had gone the other way, you'd be like, um. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah. That is so funny. Uh, but like, it's such a nice way of showing like your love after being... Because like when you're in a house with somebody for a year and a half, you're not going to be romantic every day. Like it's just not going to be like that. Well, I think for a lot of people in general, like, I guess it'd be very interesting just to see how many people actually get along in a couple <laughs> because every single day you have the daily distractions. You go to work, you know, you can go, I don't know, just go to the gym. You can go and see your friends. Um, and then you, you, you come back home to your partners or of course, you know, but then there's a lot of people on the other side of it that they do everything together. So I'm sure there's been a lot of people grown closer. There's been a lot of breakups, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, 
but for me, I've I've adored spending all the time at home. Um, ask Sophie the same question. Maybe it's a different answer. <laughs> no, but no, we've we've loved spending time because you don't get this time back. Such quality time with 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 our little girl, Willow May, who's four. Um, having daddy home has been amazing. Mommy having daddy home, hopefully, has been amazing. Um, <laughs> but no, we've had an absolute ball, and we've just enjoyed each other's company and just danced, laughed, cuddled, and just tried to create this this really nice positive energy inside the house, but because of what was going on in the outside world. So Yeah, like you must have seen so many milestones in her life just as she's like growing up that you might have missed when you're, whether it was acting and you're away on a set or like a soap set yeah. for days, you I know? Mean, yeah, I mean, just, just just like dance, her dancing, her, her singing, like it's like she come to the studio because she's on half of the songs that I'm writing anyway, like because she's in the background and I won't take her off it. <laughs> Um, and I just love hearing it because she's she's hitting notes like four or five in a row up the scale, down the scale. And I'm like, I'm going to wait a minute. Wait a minute. She could be following my footsteps or selfies. <laughs> and um, but I absolutely love it. Like watching like the way she speaks as well. Her vocabulary, just her sentences have grown stronger and more rounded. Um, her accent as well. It's just so much that I've picked up on now that I was yeah missing out because I was traveling quite a lot. Yeah. And you come back and you were like, oh, wait, she's learned this, this and this while I'm gone. It's not the same looking through the video that maybe Sophie would send to you. Well, ex- exactly. Because then you you get to have those experiences like hands on straight away, face value, like, you know, off the cuff. And I'm like, did you hear that? She just did this. But no, she, she's brilliant. And, and the char- her character is, is so, so funny because she's really coming into her own now. And she's she's at that stage now where she's completely like, um, how can I put it? She's basically like so understanding what's right, what's what's right, what's wrong, but also testing the waters. Like, oh, I saw you do that reaction. So next time I hear you say something, I'm going to do that reaction. Does that make sense? Yeah. So she's, I can see that she's learning and she's she's listening, and I'm like, and it just makes you laugh because children are sponges. So make sure mm-hmm. whatever it is that whatever face you're pulling, whatever for the right reasons, and she's, you know, she's not going to do it out in public one time and someone's saying, does that face you pulled at me? And I'm like, well, <laughs> why are the parents? <laughs> Resting bitch face, age four. Oh, and you're like, oh, no. Imagine, yeah. Well, th- thankfully me and Sophie are very positive and happy. So we don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> we never curse at home ever. Oh no, of course not. <laughs> oh, like it seems that like, you know, the pandemic obviously was a really good thing for you in many ways, which is like, obviously there's hard times and stuff, but to, you're a positive person, as you said, you're, you're taking all the good things that came out of it. Yeah, no, you, you have to, you have to, because there's nothing we can do about it, you know, really. Uh, we just have to get it, get get on with it and adapt. And um, and it's not been easy for, for anybody, I'm sure. You know, mental health has been affected. I can't imagine like what, what it's done to so many people and how they're feeling because, you know, we take for granted our freedom mm-hmm. and having that taken away, understandably for what was going on. It was very, very difficult, but... You know, we. I think it's one of those things now, just like anything, we just have to live with it, deal with it, move on, grow, learn. And um, yeah, yeah, that's it, basically. <laughs> just just have to be really good, really happy, try your best. Well, no, but the, but the, but the thing is, it's, it's not even easy to be that, but you, do, you just have to try and, 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 and adopt this more positive, happy approach because it's very easy for the negativity to creep in um, and... You know, you, you, you don't want to have too many sad days. You want to try and outweigh them with, with, with happy days. And again, that's that's not easy to do. And I'm not saying, oh, yeah, you need to do this. No, you just got to try and do it because, you know, what you do put out in the universe, you do get back. You know, you've got to 
I don't know, just just try, try a different approach. I do love that mentality. I used it quite a lot over the pandemic when things are getting tough. You have to like start just, you know, the gratitude and the, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff, writing down things you're glad you're grateful for. And then the manifesting. And I find that like if I said this to people five years ago, they would have rolled their eyes and be like, whichever jog on. But like now yeah. everyone seems to be doing it. Because, because there's, there's, there is no point in all of us joining. We all, we all know how we, how we really feel or how we want to voice our opinion and, and certain things that have happened. But then if we do that, then we're all under this dark cloud and we all, we, all, we all want to get away from this dark cloud. We all want to start living our life with our children again. And, you know, you know, we're quite scared for them as well because they're, they're you know what I mean? They're, they're children, they're growing up in this. So we need to make sure that they're protected from us. And, you know, like I said, they're sponges. So we need to make sure that we know what we're doing, that we're in control and we're being happy. And, you know, of course, let sadness creep in, but make sure it's outweighed with, with you know, a more positive attitude. And is it exciting for you now, like getting back out there with music after, you know, the break that you had between, you know, with the acting, because it really was a completely different avenue. You were in, you know, Curry for as as one character for quite some time. And yeah. it's like everyone got to know you as Shane Ward, X Factor. Then everyone got to know you as Aiden. And now you're coming back and you get to do things all over again. Yeah. Um, I'm just excited. I'm, I'm just really excited just just to be back promoting something and, and, and just getting back on, on the road and being creative again and, um, feel, you know, a lot of hard work, believe me, but I also feel very privileged and honored that I'm still doing this 16 years later mm-hmm. because it's not easy. It really isn't that easy um, to do and to make, to maintain because, you know, there's a lot of politics involved, um, as you may know. Um, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's the hunger and the love and, and, and the joy that you see on, on fans faces as well. That kind of like keeps you doing what you're doing. And I'm just happy, you know, I, I am an established act. So, um, and that's taken a lot of years and a lot of hard work and I'm still learning. And I hope I can, you know, continue doing this for longevity. And um, whether it's acting or singing, you know, I'm, I'm happy, like I said, that I, I've, I've now built myself as, as a household name so people know who I am. So effectively, it's not me starting again. It's just, it's just, he's releasing some new material, you know. Yeah. And how different is the industry now than it was when you first, you know, came out, of, you know, with X Factor, post X Factor, you know, now you're I was back 21. In- <laughs> I was 21. I'm, I'm, I'm 36 now. Um, not that old, but you know what I mean? A lot, a lot, a lot does change because the sound changes, you know, and um, everything comes full circle. You know, there's, there's a, you know, there's a, a sound that was great in the 90s, then it's 2000s, you know what I mean? And, you know, it, it's just like 80 synths is massive at the minute with the weekend and things. And, mm. you know, so it the, the, the style changes um, just for a period of time and then it comes back. So I don't know. I, I, I think, you know, 90s pop has been creeping its its, its way back in for, 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 for so long. And rightly so. You can't really beat 90s pop. It yeah. was just a brilliant, brilliant time. Some amazing songs and acts. Um but it, 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 it does change. I think um, that's from the music side of it. I think from the business side of it, I think social media has, is just so powerful now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can really use it to your benefit and you don't necessarily now have to be, I'm not saying it's that easy, but for a lot of artists to go, new up and coming artists, you know, you don't have to, I guess, put anything on a CD anymore. Like you've got social media, you've got, you, you can get yourself on YouTube or anything, any social media, TikTok, um instagram anything and showcase your talent and if you do go for a talent show as well it isn't always the case now where you don't you know you have to make it onto the television show and go through a couple of rounds you could be seen in the audition stage Mm. it's like it's so powerful now that that's how much it's changed so yeah it's it's crazy 
Yeah, because I interviewed Matt Cardle um, a few months ago and he was saying like when he came out of the X Factor, obviously as a winner, he, you know, went down the traditional route and actually because One Direction were in his year, he actually wasn't the main focus of, you know, the, the management company. And yeah. he kind of felt like he was, he felt this time around, he's starting over again with releasing new music and stuff like that. But then he was like, the struggles of trying to do you create a TikTok account just to try and be relevant and stuff. And it's very hard. <clears throat> I, t- I, t- I totally get him. It's like, because... I'm 16 years ago from the X Factor. That's, that's that was the second season, so we didn't have all this social media. That's mm-hmm. MySpace, and you know, um, and then you had like Digital Spy and whatever. But um, yeah, you feel like you have to. You, you actually have to go with the times. You you can't say, "Well, I'm not going to do that because I wasn't from that." We have to use it to our advantage. You know, if you're independent, you need it. Mm-hmm. you know um and it, and it is an incredible way of really engaging with your fans on so many different social uh, networks um and it is difficult but it, it's enjoyable at the same time as long as you know what type of tiktoks you're wanting to create if you're wanting to do everything that everyone's doing which is so much fun and great you've got to have the time to mm-hmm. do it you know um whereas me i'm just i'm just creating just however i feel at that moment and slowly building it up and um yeah, my manager's like, you need to do more. And I said, I know, I understand. I said, but you know, you, you just, you can't do everything because it's not, it's just, there's so much going on in there. You don't know what, what, what dance to do. Yeah. You know, what, what funny sketch to do. And I know fans love to see that, but I think as well, they just want to see you on it. So you got to kind of decide what it is you want to be doing on there. Yeah. Cause I find that kind of like the content when people are coming out and answering questions and it's like Me an Insta Live or something, you know? Yeah, like- I, I, I prefer them. And every now and again, if, if I feel like I can do something that's really easy to film, I'll, I'll do it. Like I did a funny one with Sophie for Kath and Kim, which she, she asked me to do because she loves Kath and Kim and uh, the sketch show. Um, but it was a long time ago. But the, since then, I've done little, little bits, you know, said loads of camera, wishing everyone a positive day. And I think, you know, if that's engaging with people and they're enjoying it, I'll just keep continue to do that, to be honest. With with all the positive, like, you know, um, mentality you're going through, was it hard for you to hear all the bad stuff coming out about the X Factor that we're hearing and like hear other people's experiences? Was that like kind of for you nearly like hard to know that your experience was different along than theirs? For me, it's like my experience was different. I was the second season. Um, so I didn't experience anything like that. I had mm. I had an amazing time. Um, I'm not saying that I didn't have any low moments because of course I did. Every, everybody does. Um, and then 16 years later, you, you do reflect and look back and, you know, it is a roller coaster and, you know, there's a lot of lows, but my God, I had a lot of highs and that's what I focused on. But I think reading and hearing a lot of, um, of the other guys that have expressed how they felt they were treated and, you know, uh, it's heartbreaking to, to, to hear and read. And, you know, if, if they've been through it, rightly so, they should absolutely, if they feel the need to speak about it, then you know, you know, speak about it. And hopefully what that does, it, it makes that change. It makes um, shows like that um, realize that, you know, something needs to be done and people's welfare and well-being and everything needs to be treated better. Yeah, I think a lot of things that the good things that have come out of this, the positive stuff is that other shows that are taking place <laughs> now won't be like that. You know, whether it's, you know, the aftercare in things like Love Island, and I'm not comparing Love Island to X Factor, but you know yeah. what I mean? Like we're now knowing that mental health is so important that maybe the people didn't know 15 it years will, ago. It will exactly. And, it, and it's it's not just immediate aftercare. It needs to be something over a period of time mm. after the show, you know, because you can prepare someone before the show, but they don't know anything until they've been on the show and then what happens after the show. So yeah, it is completely, I mean, yeah, heartbreaking with 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 Love Island and what, what has happened mm. Um so, yeah, I mean, 
the well-being of people's mental health is, is so important and yeah all these shows yeah i know now they're starting to do it and but it needs to not just last a year it needs to last for quite some time because it's it's a very tough industry and it's a very fast-paced industry as well because the next people come along is a conveyor belt industry you see yeah you see like there's one point where you're top of the charts and you're and you're as you say you're doing loads of tiktoks and everybody loves you and then you go away for three weeks and somebody else i can't keep up with half of it that, that, that that's it and i mean it's it's thriving at the minute i think the industry um you know considering the lockdown and everything and there's been some amazing songs that have come out and and it's been great it's helped a lot of us through i'm guessing you know with music because music is everything isn't it mm-hmm. you know where would we actually where would we all be without the arts and believe after me, all my fifty thousand walks i've had to do this year i'm like <laughs> i would have been I mean? gone then so it's like you know taking away the arts which was a crazy thing for anyone to be saying like oh you no know, it's not important it was like come on everything mm-hmm. you know you finish a hard day's work you want to listen to the radio on the way home from work take the radio away you want to watch a bit of television put your feet up take the telly away everything's the art so yeah i mean i, I do think um, television's been brilliant and you know the songs that people the artists i mean they've just kept it going they didn't stop because we couldn't, you know, we just had to do it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's been a tough time, but music's definitely got us through. And are you planning to go out on the road now? Do you have any, like once COVID ends, is that something? That oh yeah, we all just want to get back and yeah, and just, just, you know, it, it's great that I've been able to do interviews in studios as well, which has been so good and a breath mm. of fresh air. Um, but yeah, I want to get back out on the road, keep promoting this record, you know, keep telling uh, Island to download it because if it, <laughs> because they, they know themselves as like the more people that know the song and enjoy it, then it, it brings me a show over to Ireland. And that's literally how it works, you know, because I can easily return with a lot of my old back catalogue and I, I'll do that gladly. But having the new stuff and having it supported by the radios and interviews with yourself, which I appreciate, it's that it just gets it out there and, you know, people can download it and I can hopefully when the restrictions are lifted, I can then um, start creating some brand new shows. Yeah, it must be weird that when you have these new songs and obviously you're so eager to play them and, you know, months and months go by in a pandemic and you can't. And then when you go to see people, people are also like, yeah, I really want to hear that Crazy in Love, but I also want to hear That's My Goal. And you're like, that was 16 years ago. Yeah, but <laughs> but for me, it's like, it's like I, I love singing all my songs and that's why it was so important as well to make a decision to release something new because I can't just sing my old songs. Yeah. To keep, a, to keep a fan base and to maintain their interest, you've got to release new material. And now I've got it and I'm working on new, a new album. You know, it, it's, 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 I've, I always keep them in my mind anyway, because without them, you won't be doing what you're doing. It's as simple as. So yeah, but they need to download it. That's the message. <laughs> you know, the Irish have always been big supporters of you now, Shane. Oh yes. Always been, been a massive supporter of mine. And um, just my whole family born and bred there. So I, the, the connection, they, they, they get me, they understand me, they love what I do and I love them for it. And I've missed performing in Ireland. I, I did I did a one-off show, I think it was I think it was 2019, near the end of the October time. And I was at the um, Olympia in Dublin. Love it. And um, I just I just want to get back and just, like even just getting on like RTE and getting late late show and things like that. Like I used to, I used to spend all the time, like I used, to, I used to spend so much time just traveling around Ireland and doing all the radios and, probably meeting up with Foster and Alan and, you know, Finbar Fury and all the legends and Stop. I just miss it. Yeah. I mean, oh I, 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 told, I mean, I'm in contact with Tony Allen all the time. I mean, I, I've, I've such a big love for Tony um, from Foster and Alan and he calls me all the time and asks how the family are. And I love that. I mean, I'm such a huge fan of, of, of his and Mick's and through the years because I've, I've grown up listening to their music mm. and, you know, they're, they're such a huge part of my childhood as well as, you know, the Furies of Finbar. 
because we did me, me and Finbar, which I'm not too sure if you're aware, but me and Finbar, me, me and Foster and Alan did a song. We did Galway Girl together mm-hmm. and a Christmas song together. Um, and then me and Finbar did a song together as well. When not, it was the day before my last show, not the one in October, just gone in 2019, but one of the last times I was at the Olympia, Finbar Fury came on stage and we sung Sweet 16 together. Oh. And then the day before my final show, I think it was at the Olympia, um, he said, come to the studio. I'd love to record a song. And I was like, oh my God. So we, we recorded a song together called um, Rivers of Steel. Check it wow. out. It's a beautiful, beautiful song. Oh, wow. Like, I'm just so jealous because I would love the idea of going to a trad session with the likes of, you know, Foster and Alan, Finn oh, Murphy, and just being like, just, even to just listen to them. Even I wouldn't even have to sing. It's just, I'm just there as, you know, just to admire them and appreciate them and just thank them for you know shaping a, a beautiful childhood growing up listening to their great music and voices and stories it's funny because irish people don't like when you know any of the uk people claim irish people and yet we basically claimed you as soon as you went on to the x factor we're like well, well he's irish exactly i mean because yeah i can i can understand it but it's, it's mental when you get certain people as well saying like um the irish you don't sound irish and i was like oh because you, you need the accent right yeah I, mean, I, I hold an irish passport for god's sake um half so, of my friends from manchester are basically irish and they all have the same accent as you and exactly yes, they're, they're all mayo men Exactly. Do you know what I mean? So for me, it's like, yeah, I rightly so I was claimed. Rightly so I was claimed. I mean, come on, Shane Ward, Ward, my mum's my mum's Philomena Joyce. Like, come on, like, you can't get any more. Ross Common, Dundalk, Tipperary Tune, Cork. Come on. <laughs> there we basically have the dates for your upcoming tour right there, just with that. Exactly. I mean, just just look at my like ancestry. I mean, it's all Ireland, so come on. <laughs> oh, well then in that case, everyone from Ireland listening to this has to has to download your new music. 100%. Oh my God. Shane, it's so lovely talking to you and, and you too, me lovely. so much of your time. And all right, Thank listen. you so much for your time, lovely. Oh, thank you so much. And I'll chat to you soon, hopefully over here. Ah, fingers crossed. In person. But take care, my darling. All right. Bye. 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 Well, what did you think? Wasn't he so lovely? Oh, honestly, I've met Shane a couple of times, um, but he is so sound. Really, really nice. And he's one of those lads that you know that you get on with. Like if if he wasn't even famous like that, if you met him down the pub or something. And maybe it's because I know so many Manchester Irish people that I feel like that he's one of them. <laughs> so like every time I go to Manchester, I feel like he could walk in any moment um, at that kind of way. And yeah, he's so sound and lovely. And if you want to hear him, you heard there, go and listen to Crazy in Love. Watch the video on YouTube, listen to on Spotify or Apple or whatever. And that means he might get back over here to play a few shows for us. And then we'll get to hear all the old classics again. So I'm loving that. I'd love to go see him at Sebi Grey Crack, And talk about like reliving 16, 16 years ago since he was on. Oh my God, like I I can't cope this. <laughs> Between this and the episode with Adele from Bewitched when she told me how old Sayla V is. Like honestly, I'm aging myself. I, in my mind, I am 27. And... In my 27 year old head, I'm like, I'm kind of 23. I definitely don't act my age. Oh, <laughs> oh as all my friends are going, yep. Um, but look, uh, we had great L crack. And as I said, go listen to Crazy in Love. And if you have time or if you've got a playlist podcast, do go and add a couple more episodes uh, of this little one because I would love to see it. And I'm putting the competition out there to Shane Ward fans at the moment. OK, the most listened to episode has been McLean Burke from Fair City. He is flying ahead. But just behind him is Mac Cardle in second place. Third place is Edel from Bewitched. First place we have McLean. Second place Matt. And third place Edel. Now, 
Shane Ward fans, I know you're like fanatics. I know you are. Just like me. Love him, love him, love him. So send this to all your Shane Ward fans, friends. Get to it. But also go back and listen to a few episodes. But uh, let's see. Can we make this kind of overtake those, any of those? Can we get it into the top three on like the first week before next week's episode comes out? There you go. Challenge. Challenge yourselves. Anyway, I'm going to jog on off and leave you be. And um let me just say um, one little thing about the world, about the Euros. Come on, Italy. <laughs> Sorry to my listeners in the UK. Sorry, but I am Irish, so I am going to go for Italy. And I think they owe us. OK, just just come on, just do it. I can't hear it. it's coming home one more time. I actually feel like I'm going to just cry the next time I hear it. Um, but you know what? If you win, feel free to send me the voice notes on Instagram and, you know, rub it in my face. You know, I'm just I'm just a sore loser that we're not there. Um, anyway, go on. I'm going to leave you. Good luck. Go on. Good luck. See you soon. Bye. 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 Slong of all. Bye. Don't be. a way to your back sir keep her lit yeah bye 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 bye